Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. You want ChatGPT to do you a sublime reggae tune that you can uh, sing along I to? Want, I wouldn't want to ruin it. I mean, I ruined Bro Country yesterday. Eh, ruin, enhance. I think I enhanced it. I think I enhanced Bro Country. Some of your better work. Thanks to Jake Owen, who will be doing the intermission entertainment at the Stadium Series game. I know West Durham, ACC Network ESPN, is a huge Jake Owen guy. Right, yep. Wes? Florida State, Jake Owen. He's a Florida State guy? I know he's like he Vero is a Florida Beach State dude. guy. Yeah, okay. He's a Florida State guy. Gotcha. Jake Owen. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, um... I'm I'm working through a couple of things here. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a minute in, okay. in a second. Uh, I got some special shout outs I want to give out. <laughs> hashtag special shout out. A hashtag special shout outs. All right. I well, heard you were almost gonna do truth bombs, so I'm gonna go I hashtag al- special shout outs. I almost did truth bombs today on officiating. Yeah. Us. Almost. I, I kept it calm. Well, I, I kept I'm it calm and measured. It. All right. I'm kind of going to do special shout-outs like let's, that. Let's go, Wes. Uh, all right, let's see. Hang For, on. Right, so wait, wait, give set, him the bomb track, while you're, while you're setting this up, while you're setting this yeah. up, a little context here. Wes Durham was on the call last night yeah. for the Syracuse-NC yeah, State game. That's right. Which led that's to right. an interesting exchange at the end of the game between Kevin Keats, NC State's head coach, and Jim Beheim, Syracuse's head Correct. coach. It wasn't malicious. There was no ill intent there. I really do think, and I think it's been kind of – understood that both Kevin Keats and Jim Baham were going, man, can you believe the commissioner doesn't want us talking bad about these guys? Yeah, right. I got screwed too, buddy. So th- I think that's yeah. what the exchange was last night. Um, I got a uh, special shout out. Hang on. Let me start at the top. That's going to be easier. <laughs> okay. All right. Special shout out to uh, packed merch. P a C K E D M E R C H. Not once did Westerham, Dan Bonner, anyone else on the network mention Jarkel Joyner had a triple double last night. And you wonder why pack fans criticize you clowns. <laughs> I don't think Jarkel Joyner got the triple double till like the last or second to last possession of the game, but neither here nor there. Um, by the way, it's Dave Archer's birthday. Special shout out to my man, Dave Archer. I do the Falcons with. Yeah. Uh, at Wolfpack 2020, at Pack Gang 2020. Uh-oh, I'm, no, sens- I'm sensing a no, pattern. No, 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 I know that account, Wes. I got that account muted. I've lost all respect for West Durham and Dan Bonner, how they kowtow to this bull crap on air, grow a pair. <laughs> Sir, if you've ever seen me in person, I got a large pair. Um, <laughs> let's see. And then I got the designate Woody's boy tweet Woody. in the first oh. half last night. A hat trick, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Touch Touch them all. I hit it over the left field wall in the first half. Thank you. Thank you very much. At least you didn't get this stuck in your tire leaving whatever it's called last night. Can I say that 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 was almost a DIY-type deal there on the uh, interstate, it looked like, or side roads of Metropolitan Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. There was a lot to it. Yeah, and that's the how much how many tires is that inside of 12 months dude Six. dude uh, he shouldn't drive 
It's Obviously, what I can't drive anymore. What, what is this spo- segment going to be sponsored by Earl Schaub? When is this going to be sponsored by Earl Schaub? Just brutal. Just yes. brutal, Wes. Okay. Good, good to see you can, guys. Wait, can I just happy, give you one in real West life? Day. Can I give you one in real life, though? Sure. I, I don't, I'm not sure I've ever met Dan Bonner. And I, yeah. I, I really do think he's outstanding. The tall Virginian. The fact the that he Virginia. knew yeah. Judah Mintz was shooting 20% from three. Was been stuck in my head all like like that's really hard to do in the middle of a of a telecast like that's yeah. that's talent. Well, it's and look, I, I feel a fortunate to work. Here. <laughs> no, no, okay, no. I a feel fortunate. Butt coming. I, I feel fortunate to work with a guy who's done you know the games as long as yes. Dan has. Mm-hmm. I mean, his career started in the late seventies, and he went to TV early eighties, and he's stayed in television and this year will be his 33rd or 34th NCAA tournament for CBS. Um, so, I mean, it's an amazing run. Um, but we tend to play off each other because we've worked this package together this year. We've played off on each other knows where kind of statistical elements are, where I might go, where he might go. He knows to follow side, you know, so on and so forth. So that, the, that's a little bit of that. In the Dan Bonner drinking game though. Yeah. I really need you to say to him now, because now for now on, I know it'll be intentional. Okay. Because I have to argue with my friend Aaron Beard over this over and over and over again. Yeah. No, hey, shout out to Aaron Beard. There is not a single person on this planet who, other than Dan Bonner, who calls them North Carolina State. I know that. And and he went to Virginia, played at Virginia, played right. in the league when it was the league. So I can't for the life of me think of why he insists. I think on the first reference to calling them North Carolina State, that, that is the only thing I don't like about Dan Bonner. It's the I only know. thing. I understand. And there are a lot of state grads who got upset with me when I used North Carolina State, and I got the special shout-outs of, you grew up here, you know it's yes. state. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then And then you guys remember the, hey, we really hope you would, would you mind not using just state in your broadcast? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you've so seen w- all of it. You've, you've seen I the went whole through game. that, yes. and now I've come back to trying to make it NC State, State, the Wolfpack, the Pack. Evidently, I'm not doing anything right because I've been, you know, well, you were well, called everything Joel but a child yeah, of God. Look, look, you know, look, I mean, so look, yeah. people, people get this is this is a consistency in the ACC. And this apparently, year. I'm involved in officiating too. As well, well, for sure, it, the officiating unfortunately has been the the main talking yeah, it's point. Storyline. It's, it's yeah. no, it is it is a storyline. It is I mean, a storyline. Seriously, is Kevin Keith really <laughs> calling you right now? Is he really? No, take the call. Take and the take call. That. No, Go ahead. No, yeah. no, no. You can. Yeah. You can. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is he listening? Is he really? Is, 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 he's not listening. He's listening, isn't he, Joe? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, Joe, he's is he listening? Joe? He's not. He's not listening. He's not listening right now. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. tell him. Okay. No, you could just go take the call outside the studio. I'll... Yeah, go ahead. See, take, see, take yeah, a break, go, Jillio. Go take the, Joe go and take I'll the do call. this. Yeah, you can go ahead. We got this. We got this. How Joe, good Joe's... would that have been? How good would that have been? It's like, so I heard heard you talking to Wes. <laughs> yeah, I heard you talking to Wes. What he, he said. He wasn't. Anyway. So let, All right. let's, let's actually You want talk. to talk about the postgame first? Let, well, I, the, the postgame, as I, as I started this conversation, it is two coaches that clearly were going, man, can you believe this crap? And yeah, and everybody thinks it was a rift between the two. No, and I'm not, not. And, and here's the thing. Look, I get Kevin was upset in the last two and a half minutes. It felt like the DJ Burns fifth foul and also the offensive foul on Casey Morsell after he inadvertently hit 
Gerard in the face and all that, that it all kind of buoyed up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, it felt like that at the end he was frustrated because of the foul on Dewana, obviously. Yeah. It put Mintz at the line. Then the last part of it was it just kind of kept escalating. And when I watched the video again, after the ball game, I watched it on my phone and I thought, okay, it was building for Kevin. So he was just going through the obligatory handshake line, right? And as you go through the obligatory handshake line, you know, he probably just said, hey, coach, good game. And Bayheim almost like stopped him, right? Yes. And it was kind of this conversation. Well, I almost felt like that Bayheim trying to appease Kevin or side with Kevin may have said something that drove Kevin up north again, I, you know, pretty, took him to another level. I'm pretty sure if I read lips, Bayheim said, I got effed too. Yeah, I'm okay? sure. That, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what he said. And that's where yeah. that's where we go with this. And this is not just about NC State because I know how – it's funny how what I tried to talk about after the Carolina State game in Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. it wasn't specific to NC State. It was making a larger point that inconsistencies in officiating are driving people nuts. And right. I, I'm not like Jillio where I like to pound my chest and scream, I was right about this stuff. But what has, hap- what has unfolded in the last, what, three weeks since that game? Sure. We have seen multiple instances from Hubert Davis – stating facts that he only got to the line three times yeah. against Duke in a loss. We've seen Kyle Filipowski on the receiving end of two very questionable sequences, a throat punch at Virginia Tech that right. should have been called, in my opinion. And, and the then, unicorn play the other night. And the other, Yeah, the other night where the ACC, even in its explanation about what happened, didn't make a lot of sense compared to what we mm-hmm. saw. Right. And th- these are just prime examples. And the problem we end up dealing with is that Fans don't want to hear it when it happens to Carolina. Fans don't want to hear it when it happens to Duke. They only want to tell you, yeah, but it happens to us all the time. Right, exactly. And nobody wants to have an honest conversation about why this seems to happen all the time. And I can only point to one thing, Wes. If you think you have a high workload, you and your colleagues at ESPN calling all these college basketball games on any given night – what do you think it's like for the officials who are piecing together a sizable chunk of money from their work as a referee when right. they're working five different games in five different nights in five different cities spread across half the country? At some point, human fatigue takes over. You're also working with different crews. You know, the right. NFL, for as much grief as they get, crews tend to stick together. Mm-hmm. If the ACC... If Jim Phillips truly wanted to fix this, or if college administrators truly wanted to fix this, they would find ways to correct these situations that lead to more human errors. Work the groups together. You should not have to go work a Big South game on a Wednesday. And reduce the technology. And reduce the technology. But I do think the first step, because technology I think can be useful, but I do think the first step is to maybe not make them full-time, but you are our officials – we have a partnership with maybe one other conference. Let's say the right. ACC and the SEC get into a partnership where these are your crews, okay? And yep. tell me that the consistency does not improve in the course of a season. I think it would. I think the other part that you're also looking at is add this to the list of where we're going, yeah. Joe. Add this to the list of where we're going Well, once, once Governor Baker – takes charge yeah and we get through with whatever the pro now it may take a decade to get this done 
But once you get clarity as to what the next 50 years of the NCAA is going to be, because it can't be this. No, it can't be this. And there's there's also issues about good enough, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of right. what, what consumers will accept. You and I have plenty of offline conversations about yes, that. Yes, we have. But yeah. I do also think, you know, what what actually negatively impacts fan excitement and entertainment when it comes to watching college athletics? Is it? Jim Beheim bitching about a team that supposedly bought and how NIL is ruining the game and yada, yada, yada. If you want to know the thing that's actually ruining the game for fans and what negatively impacts them night in, night out, it's not whether or not some dude got $800,000 from a collective to go Mm -hmm. play for the basketball team. It's the fact that the officials keep screwing up. So invest I, mean, I don't know maybe we did an nil collective for officials would that work <laughs> you know i don't know i don't no. know no, I, look it, it has become unfortunately a storyline i i still stay that and look this is not a consolation to duke fans in any way shape or form i thought what happened saturday night at the end of the game is a unicorn play yeah it's it's one you're going to get every 10 to 15 years yeah. and you know it's Look, can we clean up the post? And David Teal wrote about this in the Richmond paper today. Can we clean up the post-game uh, communication between officials and a pool reporter? Absolutely. Yeah. And that can be solved. And we can come up with a better process there um, so that there is some explanation. I thought, to be honest with you, despite the the chaos a little bit and the uncertainty about it, I thought the league's statement was fine. They cited the case in the book. Um, which was the would have been the correct call, uh, would have put Duke obviously at the free throw line. But the way Duke was shooting free throws, and Duke fans again don't want to hear this, but yeah. the way Duke was shooting free throws, there was no guarantee he was going to make them. That's true. Uh, but that all being said, what we're deviating from in this, and this is my concern, and I thought about this this morning on the early flight back from Syracuse, what we're deviating from and getting away from and not getting back to is the fact that nationally this league is being hounded by every metric known to man. And yet we're going to walk ourselves. We're two weeks away from having a five team race potentially for the regular season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've had a competitive, we've had ACC. Remember those, you remember those Duke undefeated and Carolina undefeated ACC runs and Maryland with one or two losses, Mm -hmm. you know, and one or two wins the league. I mean, look, we've got, Two teams with three losses, two with four right now, and three with and four with six. Yeah, I mean we've got a really good race right here with three weeks to go. Greensboro is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, Jillio and I were joking about it. We we were sitting here talking about how ACC basketball is 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 dead or whatever it is, and it's entirely possible that Wednesday in Greensboro will feature the four games and each of those games featuring a Big Four team. That's correct. it's, It's still possible that that could occur. Yeah, I think that I think. Look, last night, and I'll close on the thought for Syracuse and State with this. Last night did not hurt NC State. No, in the grand scheme of things, nah, it didn't. It right, didn't. you want to win that game, but yeah, I'm with you. It Correct. doesn't affect the NCAA tournament. Right. So let's fast forward to Sunday. Okay. Where holy smokes! As much as people talk about, are they how... going to move this next door and play on the ice? Because I really thought that no, the number State... of people that would want to come see the game, they should play it over there. <laughs> State and Carolina will be playing a hockey game on Monday night. Club oh, hockey. Club hockey nice. will be playing hockey. They'll be playing nice. hockey on Monday. Are you back? Okay. Is everything good? It's Jilly. Can we welcome him back to the yeah, show? Well, now? well, yeah. For those who are just tuning in, uh, Kevin Keats called. NC State's head coach called the middle of the segment. 
we just maybe want, we want to take a summary of the call before we do the show. I mean, those conversations are between him and Julio. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Did, we good? Everything's good. Okay. Is not something he heard on the show? No, he just needed a little pack therapy. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> got it. All right. Sometimes you need it. I respect it. I respect All right. it. All right. So, so, Sunday. so Sunday, Carolina One is Carolina's yeah. once again finding itself in its feelings, and they need they need Sunday. Just like they need the Virginia game and they need the Duke game. They're right back where they were last and the year. <laughs> they needed the Miami game. They needed game the Miami too, game. But, well, they yeah. need two of the three. So Carolina finds itself right back where they were this time last year. All yeah. right. But there's no but the dynamics are different. There's no Coach K farewell tour. There's no Brady Manic coming in to get hot. There is no the, the pressure's on them this time, not the idea that, oh, we're going into this fun and fancy free. This is legitimate. We came back for a purpose. We're not fulfilling that purpose, and it's starting to get to them. Well, and here's the other thing, too. What ails Carolina is what Carolina can fix, let alone who they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I, I'm you, you guys have seen them live maybe more than I have. I think that their inability to be consistent assisting on made field goals is weird. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. I just don't understand how this is not a better passing basketball team from that perspective. The second thing is this, too. The things we talked about with Carolina basketball a month ago and maybe almost two months ago are still the things we're talking about with Carolina basketball. Turnovers, defensive lapses, at times, shot selection, and quality of shot. Chilio, the old maker miss, is clearly in effect here for Carolina. In fairness, for the and you did qualify by saying made baskets. They do score a lot of points from the free throw line, which you can't get assists for. So right, I will, but I will put that out there. But that that doesn't diminish your point about the made. I mean, baskets do it, seem to be coming on their own they, without they without play the, well the offense. Yeah, and they play well against Clemson, and their assist number is pretty perspective yeah. in perspective very good. And then they turn around the other night; they had what four? I mean, come on! Yeah, the defensive lapses hurt them, and, and Joe pointed this out. You can fluster them into rushing their their shots oh, when man. they kind of take their time and go into to Baycott mm-hmm. and run what they want to run. They're pretty good. Can we go back to the fact that I'm not saying it's like Gene Hackman coaching Hickory here, <laughs> but. Don't they have to give five the ball every time down the floor at some point? Doesn't he have to touch the ball every time down the floor? You'd think. All right, man. We will talk about this next week. Uh, That's it? After- We're done? Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> time, time flies what? when Kevin Keats calls you. I'd like to thank Kevin Keats for being a part of the – well, not really a part. <laughs> Are you here Sunday? No, I am in Blacksburg for Pitt's visit to Virginia Ooh. Tech. All right. Uh, tell my gang and- I kind of need that one. Just don't tell them why. Uh, fun fact here, um, Virginia Tech's won seven of the last eight and has never lost to Pitt at the Castle. Let's make it oh, eight and nine. Let's keep right. that going. Let's go. There's a Virginia future ticket that I'm holding that I need Virginia to cash. How'd you do Sunday, by the way? 
Yeah, it was touchy, 50-50. T- touchy, no, it was 50-50. Right, touchy subject. He's still mad at Patrick Mahomes. I am mad By the way, Patrick nice Skyhawks shirt. Hey, Scott. Pour, pour so, one out for so the Skyhawks. Nice. Sky, Skyhawks podcast out today. Brief history of Triangle Sports. Oh, it's back? It's, it's finally back. It's, it's out. Okay. Brief history of Triangle Sports is I, out. I, love, I told you this. I'm not blowing smoke. I love the first one. And season Corciani two. talking about the Bullfrogs. Yeah. That was Season two today. Rusty. rusty. Two, Helzer made an appearance. We got awesome. we got the first two episodes out explaining what exactly the Raleigh Durham Skyhawks were. And oh, by the way, episode two. Oh come on, the, not the NFL thing. Apparently, the CEO of this company wanted to get an NFL team here. Just saying. What? Okay. What, are you, what are you making a face for? Come on, man. I know it almost happened. Apparently. No, it almost nice. happened. I was told it was, okay. it was almost happened. So you'll have to All find right. out how it ended. How did it? Who got I the NFL team? How did it go wrong? Who got the NFL team? West Durham. Ends right, up we'll, with Frank Wright taking the snaps. We'll take. We'll talk to you later, man. Take care. Be well. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, he's the front man for Super Chunk, co-founder of Merge Records. He's Mac McCann, and he's an, he's an actual huge Kaniac, Joe. A Legit. real huge Kaniac. Goes to games, follows the team, the whole thing. Yes. Perfect. In fact, I'll just say that my, my big sacrifice was after, I don't know, 15 years of being a season ticket holder, but we hadn't made the playoffs in like 10 years. I I gave up my season tickets and we went to the playoffs immediately and have gone every year since. So um, I still go to some games, but not as many as I used to. And that's the price that we have to pay for going to the playoffs. And I'm, I'm willing to take it. You're a team player. Yeah. Now you would postpone a tour tour date if they were back in the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? Like the oh, Stanley I, Cup, I, like the Stanley I, Cup finals. Yes. I mean, I, I look at schedules ahead of time and just you know if and just think about eventualities and that kind of thing and and definitely would plan touring around that in fact the first nhl game i ever went to this is not we're not talking raleigh ice caps those kinds of games the first nhl game i went to is when we were on tour and we were playing a show in calgary and uh we didn't go on stage at that we weren't scheduled to go on stage until like 1 a.m or something and someone uh, coming to the show, a fan, knew that I was a, uh, a hockey fan and was like, hey, there's a Flames game tonight. You want to just go to the game? You'll be done with plenty of time to get back to the show. And so, like, I went to a Flames game. Was my first was my first NHL experience. There you go. The saddle Dome. The saddle Dome, Yeah, man. that was probably 98 or like, – the Canes had, like, just moved here, but they were still in Greensboro. So, Mac from Super Chunk joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Super Chunk is going to be playing at the Fan Fest on Friday. Actual headliners. Yes. We're trying to take headliner status. But Mac. we're not. We're, we're not getting it, but no. we're just trying to, like, shoehorn no. the OG <laughs> into the billboard there. Sure. We're just under a tent somewhere on Fayetteville Street doing the show on Friday. You actually are going to be on the main stage headlining. Uh, now, Jillio and I have done shows outside in the cold plenty of times. It's easy to do a radio show. You just bundle up, get the little headset mic. You can wear gloves. Go. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. He wants to bring a solo stove. I do want to bring the solo stuff. Yes. That'd be cool. Yeah. How that do you? Fair. How do you play guitar in, I don't know, 30-degree weather on Friday night? <laughs> I, I don't know because we've, we've played uh, – we played a show in Austin, Texas, which you think it's never that cold in Texas, is it? Well, this was in February to be fair, but it was an outdoor show. They still schedule them, and it was like 24 degrees at showtime. And we were, in, we were going around town. Like I went to REI that day and bought fingerless gloves. You can't play guitar in fingerless gloves. It doesn't work. And eventually you just, we just warmed up as the show went on. We were shedding puffy coats and all our, all our stuff. So that may be what the situation is on, on Friday. Start out bundled up and then, you know, slowly warm up. In between songs, maybe get, maybe I'll let you use the solo stove if, if it's safe. Hey, you if know, a solo, a solo stove on stage would be a vibe. Yeah, <laughs> totally. For sure. I don't even want to be. I don't need to be headlining with you. You just put us on the undercard, and we'll Say, put a super chunk giant seventy eight point font, OG, a little twelve pointer. It's like uh, it's like Coachella, you know. It's like you yeah. see the big headliners, and yeah, you have to go all the way down to yeah. the fine print. Find you yeah. find you know Ovi's and Jillian with, with the OG down. solo stove. It'll be that's super chunk we, with OG solo we are stove. When we play Coachella, that's where we are. To be fair. <laughs> down there <laughs> valid point valid so, point as an actual canes fan you, you mentioned season ticket only for 15 years this has to be really cool though for you to see because every time there's been a big event whether it's the draft the stanley cup final the all-star game it always puts a spotlight on this market this is this game is another big chance to put a spotlight on this market it has to be something pretty cool for you to see it's great i mean since the since the uh the playoff season the stanley cup run in 2002 was when i think people in other markets first heard about the canes really and and so there was plenty of what you know nascar jokes and all this stuff about like you know, ho yeah. hockey in this mm -hmm. hockey in this market kind of thing so since then it's always fun when everyone has to pay attention to the fact that there's a hockey team here and uh, the, when there's the all-star game was here that was pretty amazing and i took our took our daughter to the skills competition night and you know that all all those kinds of things are 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 fun. You know, Mac McCon joining us, frontman, Super Chunk, co-founder, Merge Records. Super Chunk will be playing the Fan Fest on Friday, Fayetteville Street. It is free, so head on out, say hello. Uh, maybe you'll see a solo stove. Now, follow the light. We have uh, you and I. You and I have chatted before on Brief History of Triangle Sports. There's a hmm. new season out. I'm actually rocking this Skyhawks shirt right now. It's on the – did you ever go to a Raleigh-Durham Skyhawks game back in 1991? I did not. Okay, I didn't think I did so. Not. You're probably too busy doing other things at that point. But you have been to big events at Carter-Finley Stadium, right? Yes. Uh, the the Beyonce concert was oh. probably the most recent Talk big event <laughs> at, at Carter-Finley that I went to. And uh, – Again, I went with our, our daughter who uh, years before had been to the all-star festivities with me. And um, the concert was amazing. It was interrupted by a lightning and mm. thunderstorm, which meant everyone had to evacuate Carter Finley. And you could go to your car or you could go to PNC. Actually, they let people go in the arena to shelter in place there <laughs> while the storm passed. Then they re they got everyone back into Carter Finley to finish the concert. By the end, it was raining again, mm -hmm. and Beyonce's stage also had like a swimming pool on it that they were dancing in. It was like one of the craziest 
things I've ever seen and most amazing actually. I mean, because like she's playing the concert, there's lightning in the distance, it's raining, they're dancing in a pool. Like the whole thing was pretty awesome actually. Did you get close enough to the stadium to park or did you have to abandon a car oh, on Wade Avenue like the rest of the masses? Look, I have been to enough things at PNC and Carter Finley that I knew to get there at I was like, we're picking you up from school and we're going there <laughs> at three o'clock in the afternoon because I am not sitting in traffic or on the side of the road while the concert is happening. And so we got there early, parked in the lot. Um, and yeah, I was prepared for that one, actually. It's a common occurrence, but you referenced the Beyonce show and the lightning delay. Uh, Tim Peeler uh, over at NC State put together a list of big events that had taken place at Carter Finley Stadium. And outside of like exhibition football and some other things, of the concerts, a good chunk of them got some sort of rain delay or some sort of lightning scare. I think what the, when the Grateful Dead played at Carter Finley Stadium in 1990, there was a, a bit of a delay. Uh, I think the Who, when they played, they mm -hmm. also had a, they, a, a similar situation. Thankfully, on Saturday, the weather's going to be gorgeous. So, not going to have to. It, it is. It's going to be fine. It's going to be in the 40s and 50s, and it's going to be perfect. Clear. It's perfect, perfect weather yeah. for the outdoor. No, day. it's the summertime when you have to worry about it because yeah. every afternoon in the summer, there's thunderstorms roll through mm -hmm. it seems like so yeah that's the problem all right before we let you go mac mccon super chunk co-founder of merge records they're going to be at the fan fest on friday with some other great bands right Who before right before us rosalie is playing uh before her cooley high is playing oh. and there's a bunch of other bands on the other stage it's, it's a good it's a good day and night of of entertainment where's this team headed man i i feel like They've had their dips in the season at the right time and uh, I think can finish strong. I'm excited about that. That win last night, I think, is a good example of mental fortitude and just you hanging want, in there. You want you them know, to add somebody? On the road. Before, you want them to add somebody before the trade deadline? I, the I, Max Pacioretty yeah. injury, man, hurts. It hurts. Yeah. I feel like um, I'm always excited. I mean, I, I, I always just go back to um, – uh, in 06 when they added um, Doug, um, Doug Wait, Doug Wait, Dougie, Dougie Wait, and that seemed like a magic piece, you know. And uh, so, I, I think that there's always room for something, someone like that. You know? You're gonna get your guitar signed by Jesse Bolleries. I'm getting my Commodore is my uh, is my priority on getting something signed. All right, but but beyond Kami, I'll go with Justin. I'll, I'll, go, I'll find Jesse Bolleries in there. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun afternoon. Jesse Bolleries has a hive, man. He's you know the original one of the original Canes bad boys. Look, when we ha had our season tickets, they were top row, section three hundred four, so like center ice, basically, literally the last row. Mm -hmm. And there was someone one section over that just yelled Jesse baby m multiple times every game, and it was usually because Jesse was trying to get in a fight with somebody, <laughs> as that was his role but you know i have a soft spot for jesse bullery fair enough fair enough hey mac we appreciate the time have fun on friday we will see you there and by all means i don't know what time you're getting there but drop by the 99.9 the fan this is a this is something that's been lingering now for almost a year i have a jackie me two record i picked up in new york for you that i still oh. haven't given to you i'm gonna bring it on friday so drop by the tent i'm excited to that get record. that and if anyone has a spare pair of tickets to the game on saturday they can slip it right in that in the uh, record. record sleeve. Whoa, and whoa, 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 Mac! You didn't, you didn't put that in the rider. 
for uh, for Friday? Tickets, tickets required to play? As performers at the Fan Fest, as a fan performing at the Fan Fest, uh, that we would get some tickets to the game, but they were not included. Well, yeah, they had no problem selling them. I heard. We'd, I heard we'd no have to spend our we'd have to spend our whole fee to, to buy them now. So like it's not really, it's not really an option to just <laughs> go on StubHub. All right, Mac. Appreciate it, man. Good to see you guys.